right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I'm a boomer. I think I'm a zoomer. I think I'm a doomer. Damn, I'm a zoomer. Okay. E double G W H I T E coming with the heat. I stay fooling with my bop, my tunes will make your speakers hot. Dance for a hopscotch, baby. Welcome to the Grillcast, the only podcast in the world dedicated to radical centrism. I am your host, Orion, and joining me, as always, is Micah. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? And we have a very special returning guest. We have Annika O'Brien. Hi. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. You sound very excited to be here. And how could you not be on this episode of the Girl Cast? Now, last week, we didn't put out an episode. I'd like to say- I'm sorry? You didn't put out? No. No, we did not. Life got in the way, you know? Uh, we, We tried to record, but things just happened, and what can I say? Anyway, we'll uh we'll just jump into the main topic here, the first topic, super straights, the new sexuality that is sweeping the nation. Now, for those who don't know, super straight means that you are a person who likes the opposite sex, but not trans of the opposite sex, only those who are cisgendered of the opposite gender. And you know, for this for this very radical new sexuality, there's been a lot of backlash. Uh, recently, the super straights have been banned off of Reddit. They've been talked down on Twitter. They've had people threaten to kill them, I... to make, get choked on girl dick to death. I mean, yeah. this has been just horrible for people like us who are super people straight. Who so are super I have a quick straight. question. Who started it? Was it cisgender so, people? Or was so it this all started, this whole movement started as, it It started as an identification that people started uh, using, maybe as a joke, but yeah, self-identification, maybe in a yeah, joking right. way, but also partly in a serious way. We have to, you know, we have to be honest here. It started on TikTok originally. And the reason that all these, you know, ban hammers are coming down across different platforms is because 4chan picked up on it, right? The The, the evil Nazis of 4chan. And and so basically all these all these let's let's be honest leftists pointed the finger at 4chan and said, Hey, you know, this 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 identity, you know, this sexual this sexual orientation, this is coming from Nazis. And so they're basically saying that just because some Nazis are SS or super straight, that that <laughs> that you that's, know that I mean, everybody that all super the, straight people are Nazis, which is just untrue. Yeah, the argument the argument against um TERFs or the argument against old school feminists. So I don't know if you've seen, but there's a there's a kind of a movement among and has been for quite some time now. This isn't new uh, for a lot of the lesbians to remove themselves from the LGBT community. And because they find that by removing the L from LGBTQ, that it is more feminist, which actually makes sense. I mean, I, I read an, a relatively lengthy, it wasn't an article, it was like a post on their website. Um, and there were like studies done about this. And a lot of lesbians, I mean, despite what people would like to believe, there's a huge number of lesbians that their lesbianism is based on previous life experience, like abuse as a child. I don't know if you guys know this, but statistically, um, there's a huge number of deaf women who are lesbians. A lot of it has to do with, uh, the it's because they don't have to listen to women talk, so they're like, <laughs> they only get the visual yeah. aspect. Yes, but but I'm um, Okay, anyway, but to be serious, a lot of um, deaf women tend to be victims of sexual violence uh, from men. So a lot of them, just for protection, they tend to... Now, this doesn't mean that these lesbians have sexual relationships. A lot of them, they just pair bond, essentially. So there's a, there's a huge number of lesbians who they pair bond. They love, they care, they have the nurturing, they have all the things in a relationship, except maybe they don't have the sexual interest as much. And keep in mind that, you know, that sexuality is a spectrum. So I'm not saying all lesbians, but there's a huge number of lesbians who have been sexually assaulted at some point in their life or abused. And um, being a lesbian is their life choice. Now, then you also have other women who just from a very young age have never been attracted to males. They've always been attracted to females. So there's, we're talking about reasonable. Yeah. We're, we're talking about different groups, but to kind of get to the point I was going to make is that, um, a lot of women see the trans movement, at least the trans women as a way for males to get access to females in the same way that a cuttlefish, are you guys familiar with the cuttlefish? Male cuttlefish will pretend to be female so they can gain access to females. That, and, that's pretty based. Yeah. Yes. And even though 
even though this probably isn't, this isn't all of them, there are enough trans women who are violent towards biological women and who use their transgender status as a way to get access and force access. Oh yeah, you, you definitely, you, there was a whole, there was a whole scare within the conservative movement about that like years ago, them, yeah. them calling that out saying, this is what's right. going to happen. They're going to be in their, our daughter's bathroom. Radical, radical leftist feminists are now seeing it. And there was a, there was a dating site that um, it was a lesbian dating site and they got just overrun by trans women. And these lesbians don't want penises. Like they don't care well, if, they're, if they're bigoted. They don't. Yeah, I can sympathize but, with that. Yeah, I mean it's. No, that's I, the the other funny thing, and I'll kind of be quiet on this now, but that's kind of my little spiel on that topic. Um, is I used to joke that I was um, trans, that I that you know as a biological female, I was I identified as a as a man who was only attracted <laughs> who was only attracted to women who identify who had penises. So it's like this long weird, but I did it as more of a troll to just show and now reality has caught up. Yeah. No, yeah, you can <laughs> that can be a real thing. I've seen that. My insane sure thing that used to be offensive, like oh that would never happen is like now a real That's thing. a thing. That's absolutely yeah. a thing. But um yeah. I, I do want to I do want to get your opinion, Annika. Do you do you think it's do you think it's fair for these people to just identify anyone who says they're their SS as Nazis? I don't think it's fair to call anybody any names and, like that. We, yeah, anybody who identifies with the SS, they're just saying they're all Nazis, and I think that's oh, that's wait, extremely no, wait, unfair. Super straights? Wait, you're, yeah, wait. the SS. Yeah, yeah, no, the no, SS. No, 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 the SS is brown shirts from the. No, the, no, it's super straights. No, 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 no! Don't call them the SS. That's but, but that's that's the that's how they identify. Wait, oh, they call themselves. Yeah, and, oh, and yeah. okay, so in the in the alphabet soup LGBT plus, right? The wow. SS is now included in that. Oh my god. No. No, yeah. no, no, no. No. SS is part of LGBT <laughs> plus. SS. Yes. That's the no. No. That turn no. It's perfect. It makes perfect sense. No, they can't. No. Like, no. Because the term is already established. No, industry. it's not. You can't allow it's like it's like when they use okay it bothers me when they use terms like um this salad bar is a holocaust it's like wait what okay, no that's <laughs> like we took pepe back from the nazis we're taking this acronym back from the nazis <sighs> no okay. but the nazis were actually bad come on come on they're not even I'm around not, i'm not prepared to make such an extreme statement like that is that. a pretty that is a pretty wing cooked statement i mean <laughs> i'm not going to say they were good but to say they were really bad, I mean, that's they were. You know, that's like ignoring that's that's ignoring a lot of other people. The science is settled, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'll concede that. But I won't concede that they get to okay, own real quick. the acronym. Who's calling them that? Are they self? Are are super straight self identifying? That's just that's just what makes the most sense to call them. Yeah, because it's I it's as sure. super straight. Oh no. What would no. you what would you abbreviate it? How, how would you no. fit it in LGBTQ plus? Mm. Like what yeah, that's the only way. I don't know. Okay, I think I have a I think I have a compromise here. So S U, like the first two letters of super and then S, they're sus. <laughs> that's that's a good one. <laughs> Definitely sus. Or but, super user do. Wait, pseudo. Call them pseudos. Do you guys program? Do you know Linux? Commands. No, no, we're stupid. Terminal, but you've never been in a Linux terminal. I have. Okay, but um, to get back into terps and the lesbian movement a little bit, you know, you you see like when trans people try and insert themselves into this, and they say things like "kill turfs," "punch yeah, turfs." Yeah, you that's... know, there's like there there's the uh the women's shelter in Vancouver that was vandalized with like "kill turfs," and they like nailed a rat to their door. <laughs> And put a fucking, literally, like, a cardboard cutout of a rose and, like, a bread for bread tube. Like, that's not something that a woman does. No woman would ever conceivably go and, like, <laughs> nail a rat to someone's door. Unless it was, yeah. like, some dude that they were mad at for breaking up with them. Like, not not because they weren't allowed in their women's show. Or they found out he was actually, like, married or something. Yeah, yeah, then that might make sense. But not in this situation. Yeah, so, I mean... I don't I mean, see, okay, I'm going to sound sexist. <laughs> Men tend to be the more um, 
I don't want to say via, okay. You, you guys both understand how men and women tend to be different in like the way that they're violent. Like women tend to be more underhanded. Okay. Women are less likely to shoot or stab someone, but they're more likely to poison or like do crazy stuff like that. Right. Like women will, women will attack your, your, um, emotions and men will, men are more likely to I mean, like when they're very angry. I know that like a man will probably never bite off another man's so, penis. Yes, that's that's extremely rare and it ends up in, uh, that's such an extremely rare situation. Yeah, so so for the, um, for like trans women to behave that aggressively, there's something wrong with them. Like that's, that's what a guy would something, do. Something wrong with trans women. Uh, that would do something like that. That would nail a rat to somebody's door. That's gross. That's also, it's like, that's, that should be like a health code violation. <laughs> yeah, the women's shelter should get shut down for that. They suddenly have an excuse to not <laughs> let them in other than you have a penis. It's like, no, it's because uh, you, you stapled a rat to our building. So, But isn't, isn't the whole point of being in a women's shelter to get them away from men? Because even if, even if that guy or that trans person isn't going to hurt them, it can still, psychologically, it's not healthy for the woman. I mean, some of the women who are in the, shelters are i mean they well, were very badly abused Annika, we have we have to treat everything the same okay that you might have argued at one time that that was the same reason for women's sports but we're we're slowly realizing that that's uh, yeah, that's not that's not necessary oh my god yeah i just uh, the unfortunate okay. thing is that the previous generation of women uh the feminists are the one are the reason we have this yeah yeah this issue Absolutely. The the intersectionality crap, that's what started it. One basket, okay? You throw you throw letting, you know, women with penises beat on women in sporting events. You throw away the right to yeah. vote. And do you want to throw away the right to vote? Yeah, uh, I would. If it meant no women get to vote, sure shit. Yep. I'd give up <laughs> I'd give up my I'd give up both of my votes in this last election. Based. Are you saying that I'm you committed saying. voter fraud? Uh what? No. To vote for each okay. candidate. Yeah. As you uh, should. Yeah. I meant, yeah. That's what I did. One vote for Biden, one vote for Trump. Because I liked them both so much. They both had so much to offer. And I well, just thought to myself. they're both straight white males. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'd like both of them to be my father. I mean, that's. It's hard to choose just one. Yeah. I mean, if we had a three-party system, we could have had three three white, uh, straight white males to vote for, but. Yeah, a man can dream. Um. All right. Well, I guess we'll just move on to our next subject here then, unless yeah. we've got any final thoughts. I thought you wanted to yell about how they won't let people have fun or something. I guess I guess I'll just finish it out by saying uh, the way that super straights aren't allowed to be aren't allowed to just go on the internet and say we are SS, we are proud, you know, we are proud of who we are, and we will form a union together and just you know take the piss out of some people that go on with their oh I'm so heckin' cute and valid, all of our identities are valid when they're made up out of fucking nothing. Like, sapiosexual. Oh, I'm a sapiosexual. That means that I'm attracted to somebody for their mind. That's made up out of fucking nothing, okay? And so people can't just go on the internet and make up their own shit just for shits and giggles, just for fucking fun. They won't allow us to do that anymore, people. The globalists are taking away our internet, guys, okay? Yeah, I I, I don't even know. Well said. See, none of this would bother me if it was if it was just for fun. Like if we had all these stupid identities and it wasn't and it wasn't like it, it, people weren't rallying to harm those who don't agree with them. Like I think the whole diversity thing, I think it could be used for good, but it's not. It's used for bad. I mean, I I really have no qualms just like letting people and and just being like, "Okay, sure you are what you say you are, but if 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 I'm going to you know, if I'm going to give them that, then they have to let people say that they're they're SS and that be valid too. Yeah, yeah. That's just all. Let it go both ways. That's the centrist way. Just let it go both ways. All right. Well, we'll go on to our next subject then. Uh, Annika Stonks. I know you're very into that Stonk game. As we previously talked about, you work uh, in the investment banking industry, and the world has recently been lit on fire. Lit on fire. Whatever. By Stonks, Game Stonk. Now, what is that? 
been as an insider what has that meant for your industry what has been the response and how does that continue to affect things we do get a lot of um, emails regarding changes that are being made like they increase the margin requirements for certain hot stocks is what they call them they don't call them stocks Mm. in the industry they are hot stocks meaning that they're on fire uh, my manager's yet to send me any rocket emojis. <laughs> I'm waiting for one of these days for somebody somebody in the OMT, that's what we call office management team, uh, to just like say, use the term diamond hands or to the moon or something along those lines. I think that would, that would, you know. I literally joined Robinhood last, last week. So you can oh, ask no, me about Oh no, that's anything. a horrible mistake. Please don't get, get like, TD Ameritrade or uh, what is it? Um, the Bank of America, the um, Merrill Edge. There's so many other ones that you can use. Sorry, I'm, I'm so not a bank simp like you. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, well, you know what? I remember in 2008 when Obama proved to us that if you are young and broke and have a have a kind heart, you're going to get squished. And I realized that as long as you work for a bank, you will never you're you're too big to fail. Hell yeah, that's Bruh. so big. That's the one big thing that I really like about about um, that. Well, really, the only thing that I like about um, Biden is that he has so much money in making sure that people at the top stay at the top, and people at the bottom, you know, don't really get shit, but they'll vote for him a second time. Yeah, you know, it's unfortunate. Well, because now, now, real quick, let me clarify that, like, I I was at the bottom for a long time. Yeah, and kick that ladder up. down, Annika. Fuck those yeah, poor exactly. people. <laughs> well, you're familiar with the term K economy. That's an economics term. When yeah. we're moving into an, a, a K economy, meaning those at the top rise further to the top, those at the bottom rise, or fall further to the bottom. That's where I was in 2008. I was at the bottom and I fell further to the bottom. And it sucked because I was young and I was not I was not in a position to take advantage of all the things that Obama had to offer. The billions and billions of dollars, the pallets of money that disappeared. But now that I'm a little older and I'm a little wiser, and I understand that politics is all money, 100% of it. Any any politician who gets up on a podium or in front of a podium and claims that they that they strongly feel one way or another, it's only for money. Wait, you, the only thing, you, it's their only motivator. You don't, you don't believe in principled politicians? Nope, not, uh, no. I believe that a lot of, I do believe that most politicians, including the ones that we don't like, probably got into it with that in mind, that they are going to change the world for the better. But then they get into it and they realize oh, that's well, not. You're, you're even wrong about that. I can tell you that right yeah. now. That's what I would like to believe, is that a lot of them get into it. Now, the ones that aren't just, you know, it's not pure nepotism. Those ones probably, they're just um, being passed a torch, like the bushes and such. But um, I think a lot of them probably felt in the beginning that they were doing something right. I want to say, Annika, I love that Obama, like, totally crushed you and then rebuilt you into the person you are today. Like, you were a starry-eyed young doe, you know, wanting to do good in the world. And Obama red-pilled you, and now you're (laughs) just a fucking monster just crushing poor people. Stay down there, you filthy rats! That's fucking awesome! (laughs) Everybody, everybody, uh, thank Obama in the comments below. It was 2008 to 2010. Now, now there is something also to be said, is that pretty much anybody can get a job at a, at a big corporation and decide to do good. Like there are a lot of people my age that went through the 2008, 2009 crisis and they decided to get a job in an industry like mine um, where they are taken care of. And I, I do good things. I'm not a bad guy. I, I like to joke about it. I like to kind of tease that, you know, I, I work at a big, big evil bank. That but- sounds eerily like a cope. Yeah, probably. I do do good things. I'm not. I'm not a part of the evil. Uh, The evil system. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, though. You're just trying to like do what's best for you and yours. And you looked at the world. You understood that that's what the system is, and no amount of whinging on Twitter or whatever the fuck people want to do is going to change that. So you said, "Fuck it." I'm going to the banks. I'm going to roll in the dough. And if anybody has a problem with that, then fuck you. Yes, that's incredibly centrist. However, I do still believe in social responsibility. Like I do still think that this, I'm not religious or anything, but this comes just back to my core ethics, which is that um, 
I feel a duty to take care of those around me, like people that have been there for me, family, um, people that deserve it. I, you know, I tip 35% (laughs) on the rare occasion that I eat out often more. Um, but I, I do feel a strong duty that where, where you've kind of been given things in life, that it's, that it's the responsible thing to kind of pay it forward. And that, that's something that I genuinely believe. So, but, and no matter how much, no matter how much power or what, or what role you're given in life, you can still do good things. Like you can work at an investment bank and still be a good guy. So. Okay. So I want to get back to game stonk a little bit. Uh, you know, what exact changes have been made due to the fact that poor people are trying to get a slice of the pie. This is a really long conversation to be had. Um, There are a lot of small people that made a very good amount on GameStop. Um, I don't think this was the David and Goliath story that everyone would like to believe it was. No, but it was definitely attack of the poors. Yeah. It it feels like a lot of people are under the impression that um, Robin Hood um, halted trading due to the fact that they were friends with the guys at Citadel, or I guess had received funding from uh, Citadel, who also funded, was it, uh, I want to say Marlin, it's like Merlin, I think. Or not Merlin, that's a wizard. Anyway, okay, so Robin Hood fucks people all the time. Like, all the time. That's how they make their money. In fact, the CEO slash founder, Vlad, his parents were both uh, worked for the World Bank. So he came from money. He acts like, oh, I just want to democratize stocks. That's not true. He's in it for money. Also, um, no. yeah, exactly. Imagine. Yeah, I know. Here I am blowing the lid off. Uh, Annika, Breaking, please say that. So, insider information. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So he lied on the thing that that really bothered me is that the one time that he wasn't digging people over is the one time everybody thought he was digging people over. Like last December, they, they, um, they got sued. It was like a lot of money too. It was like tens of millions of dollars he got sued for. And he, they, he prioritizes trades, I believe. And he, okay. He sends the data to the market makers so that they can prioritize their own trades because he can't prioritize trades. Cause I think that would be a, a SEC violation because it's supposed to be first in first out. Um, it, regardless of the size of the order. So anyway, um, so it pretty much when you go to buy or sell, it goes in a queue and then it's supposed to be executed in that order. Um, right. So it's called FIFO, which is first in, first out. They, a lot of people don't really understand how the money thing works, but there's a, you have a clearing house and it takes two days for your trades to clear. If you're not in a margin account, you'll notice this. Like when I take when I make trades in my IRA, which is not a marginable account, uh, it takes, so say, say if you have like $10,000 worth of stock that you sell, you, that money isn't made available for two days. That's just, that's normal. That's just how it is. Money is an instant. Now we call that T plus two, T meaning trade day. So today is considered T next day is T plus one. And the next day after that is T plus two. That's, it's a stupid thing, but we used to be T plus three, um, back in the day. In fact, like back when I was studying for my license exams, uh, they had just rewritten it to change it from T plus three to T plus two for clearing. So Vlad, he didn't have enough money. So when so when you buy a bunch of stocks, they have to their clearinghouse has to float that money. So if, say if I buy like a hundred thousand dollars worth of stocks, they have to float that money. I think it's like two or three percent that I that I pay, and then it takes two days for it to clear. Well, once it clears, then I can sell it. Now selling it isn't a big deal because selling it, there's always a buyer. Because everyone's like, why could you sell, but you can't buy? Because buying, they have to float it. Selling, and also you got to keep in mind, Robinhood isn't the only brokerage. So just because I can sell my shares, they're like, well, then who's buying? Um, People at real brokerages, people at, you know, all the, all the other, there's a lot of them. So People who deserve to be trading stocks. <laughs> I feel like you're operating under the assumption that anybody wants to learn any of this. That so that's the other problem. I'm in a Facebook group where I just lurk and it's Robin it's over 30,000 people in it now. They ask the dumbest questions. Like they don't understand anything. They're like, "I got a trade violation. What does that mean?" <laughs> or they're like, "They said they're going to flag me as a pattern day trader. I don't get it." Like they just hate poor people. I'm like, "No, you're not following the rules." That's that's a common thread amongst uh hedge phobes. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was about to say the irony of this hedge is that phobes. they get mad that they think that the hedge fund managers aren't following. And they absolutely are. Well, they're not regulated, but they're very high risk. Hedge funds don't operate under the same rules we operate under, but they don't get the same protections. So this is another misnomer. 
a lot of people don't realize that like hedge funds back in 2008, 2009, didn't get one penny of bailout money because they're not covered under SIPC. And SIPC only covers, I believe it's 500,000 per joint and 250 per individual account, which a lot of people, just to, to clarify that, a lot of people like older people that have a 401k have well more than half a million dollars in their 401k. If they've been well, contributing, hopefully. yeah, if they've been contributing for years and, you know, gotten at least eight to 10% returns with compound interest, they've got more than a half a million. So you're only covered up to that amount. So it's, it's not uncommon to have multiple accounts. So like if you have a brokerage account and it gets up to like 250,000, you want to have multiple again. So do you think that these hedge phobes, uh, they generally come from a place of just being uneducated swine that, you know, they uh, just, where, okay. this is what I see. I see them being people that they just want to make a lot of money fast. They don't want to understand anything. They just want to be ignoramuses. Just, you know, I will say there's a lot ignorant. of laziness involved. Lazy. Given, yes. given that all of, uh, given that all of this is available online for free. However, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And here I'm going to say, I'd like to go on record, that a lot of these young people, I completely understand why they think that the big guys at the top are fucking us over at the bottom. Um, and the reason being, the reason being, they're salty. Historically, no, historically, <laughs> that has been the case. How many times have we seen banks get bailouts? How many times have we seen politicians um, do things that any normal person would go to would be in Gitmo? Mm -hmm. But because I mean, look at the Hunter Biden thing that didn't even make the news. They see consistently that politicians and rich people don't have responsibilities like they do, that money gets you anywhere. And they see that. And that's that's the reality in, in which we operate. I mean, come on. I know for a fact that as a white woman driving down a, down the road in my nice, clean, shiny car, I know that if I get pulled over, I'm far less likely to get hassled by the cops than I, like yeah, some but, black but guy in a hoopty. I'm sorry, just, I'm not. Just, just to clarify, like with the Hunter Biden thing, that that wasn't really a big deal. That was kind of something we all do. <laughs> oh yeah, the the um, video recording yourself having sex with underage prostitutes while smoking crack. Yes. Yeah, let, totally let he received a foot job whilst smoking crack on video. Throw the first stone. That's what I say. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean, otherwise he would have lost the election. I mean, I know, like my, I know that it's very easy to assume um, that there's uh, that there's always something shady going on because there usually is. Well, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like these, like QAnon conspiracy theorists. Because let's be honest, that's what these <laughs> people not are. Yeah, they're, they're like QAnon conspiracy theorists. They say, oh, we're just getting fucked over all the time. But they don't think, like, without banks, you wouldn't have money, retard, okay? Like, without politicians, you wouldn't have democracy. So why don't you start appreciating <laughs> the things that they built and let you participate in rather than be a fucking hedge phobe? Yeah. Like, why don't you learn I, I'm something? Gonna, I'm going to go anarchy on this. I'm going to go, you know what? No. I, I couldn't beat him, so I joined him. That, Yo, that's my stance. That's, that's acceptable. That's my stance. Okay. Because, because quite honestly, I, yeah, it bothers me. Okay. I don't know if you guys know like how credit, like what all it, you have to go through to build credit. It's really difficult to build credit if you don't have money and if you don't have stability. The fact that you own a house just makes you more stable. And yes, I understand in the eyes of society, but if, if I'm a renter who's been renting for years and I pay all of my bills on time and I don't take out loans and I don't take out credit cards, I should have an 850 credit score. If I've spent years yeah. staying in line, but that's not, that's not what happens. No, 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 no. If you have $50,000 in debt, but say you have a million dollar credit line, say yeah. if you max out loans, like, and you owe, you know, 2 million on your home, you are maxed out you will have a better credit score than a guy who's been renting for five years and paid cash for his car. And I don't think that's fair. Maybe Why? at one point. In Consum consumers make the world go round. Mm, you are you guys this. kidding now? Come on. No, I'm not. I don't. Kidding. Okay. Uh, this I don't is not think a joke. Okay. My issue, my issue is not con the consumption. My issue is the fact that people over leverage themselves in debt. Yeah. You're and just hating that, on consumers. Yeah, that, no, I'm not. I'm, I don't like debt. My issue is Why? the debt, not consumption. Consumption is debt. When you consume, no, it's not. Uh, yeah, when you no, consume. No, why don't something. you go work, make money, and then and then purchase? Like me, I'm driving a seven year old car. When I could go, I could probably you, go pay cash tomorrow for a new car, but you I don't want do to. Do that because Annika, I think it, 
Do you want people to have social credit score instead? Because this person, what they're (laughs) doing is... Yeah, exactly. Because what this person is doing is they're not participating in the broader economy. They're trying to just like... Let me me explain a little better then. And I'm going to, you know... Put other drivers at risk. what, What I think and what other professionals think is that it's not that they're not... Okay, it's not that they're not participating because they are. But I think, and what other professionals think, what we should do is if you have a revolving bill, say every month you pay your cell phone, say you've had a cell phone for 10 years and you've paid the bill on time every single time, you should get credit for that with your credit score. Say if you've paid your electricity, you've paid your rent, all of those things, those don't positively affect your credit score as much as they should. But instead, going into debt does. I do. I am not a fan of debt. Yeah, we I, don't. I'd rather we, don't go, we don't need people to have like air conditioning. Okay, we we need people to buy goods, consumer goods. Okay, okay. I think you're missing. I, the point. I get you guys are teasing, but do you get? We're the not, point I'm not that teasing I'm at all. Like what? Like the banks, for instance. Like so much of that is is reliant on people taking out loans. loans. And yes, like, so, uh, definitely. Trust me, debt. debt you know, I mean, the current so position I'm loans, in is has been created due to debt. Like yeah. due to people's so obsession with why are you why are you counter signaling your own like um, your own lifeblood and like because there's there's other there's other positions that I could take in my industry that they would pay enough to that I would be content. But the greater point is that that debt does service society. Not to the extent in which we have it. I think that home home prices and education prices would be much lower and vehicle prices would be much lower if everyone was required to save up and purchase. Well, clear, clearly you're, you're, you're just a dissident. So I think we'll just need to move on Probably. to another topic. Okay. When's the last time either of you have gone to purchase a vehicle? Has uh, it been in like the last couple of years? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When you're there and you're signing the papers, do you recall like what they really focused on as far as like, what did they ask you as far as like your needs outside of the vehicle itself? They usually ask you how much can you pay per month? Correct. They don't say how much do you want to pay for the car? They don't say what's your budget for a car? Do you want to pay 20,000? Do you want to pay 15,000? They say how much, what do you want your monthly payment to be? That's what they focus on because they will wiggle around and they will get, they'll get you a hundred thousand dollar car if they can get it within if but you'll be owing on it for 20 years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got my jalopy for uh, only two hundred a month, and you know it's a fifteen-year term, but it, it's a nice car, so I don't see, get what the but problem is. That's my is. point. Yeah, but even if you're kidding, that's a real situation. I can own nothing and be happy. The problem is that it causes people to get into homes and vehicles and make purchases that they wouldn't otherwise. And it okay, the problem Which is with perfect. education. That's exactly what we need. The problem with education and the prices is that. Because the government will back the loan, um, it's guaranteed. So they're like, "Well, shit, we could charge them a half a million dollars for yeah, this education." Well, yeah, Annika, that's that's first grade stuff. You know, it's we know, but that's. But I'm saying that I have a problem with it. But everybody has a choice, you know. I know they, they do, have, but people make consume. bad decisions because people make short term decisions. We've learned that human beings don't think long term. They don't think. How is this? How is this going to affect me when I'm in my fifties? I, I don't understand. I don't understand how you can work for the banking system and not be pro people I, making bad decisions. Um, I'm working there because <laughs> just I, I work for the system because I want to help change the system because I think the system is broken. I'm. I'm. That is a that is a lofty goal. I will say that much. But I work with other people that see the same. You know, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not actually trying to like shit on you. But. Okay, but I don't like the idea of like tons of people in their 20s that owe hundreds of thousands of sure. dollars in debt for just trying to live normal lives. I understand. Yeah, a lot of these people they eat too much avocado toast. They drink. You know, they go get their lattes at Starbucks. All of <laughs> but them. That's, All but of that's them. not. I yeah, exactly. They they're eating. That's why they're so fat. They eat too much avocado toast. Now I do understand that. Yes, we do overconsume. We we spend a lot of shit money that we probably could be saving. However, when you have when you have two hundred thousand dollars in school loans, I could see how that five dollar coffee doesn't really matter. Like it's almost like you're just overwhelmed. It's like if you're 300 pounds overweight and you need to lose five pounds, that would take forever because it's like you're just not motivated. Oh, dude, I I I commend those people. If I was two hundred thousand dollars in college debt, I'd be dead from a drug overdose. I've got to I've got to ask Annika. So you and the you and the other people in your industry who agree that you know things need to fundamentally change. Do you have like a do you have like an area where you meet up like a like storage closet? <laughs> Everybody wears like robes, and you have to have like a We're password to get in. 
Yeah, <laughs> have to have a password, and it's just like a system of rebellion from within. Yeah, there's um there there's quite a few people that are trying to change. We have a Discord too. server. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yes. this is a very yeah. illuminating conversation on the financial system. I think this is my favorite thing to talk about with you, Annika, because it gives money. me. It gives no. It gives me a good insight into things that I otherwise don't know about because I usually just read whatever the top Reddit comment is on uh, <laughs> any financial situation and then immediately adopt that position. And anybody <laughs> who disagrees with me is uh, evil. You downvote them. Yeah, I downvote them, but in real life, <clears throat> with my fists. <laughs> we'll go ahead and move on to our next topic here. So there was a Senate hearing for the nomination of the new associate attorney general vanita gupta i i always think of that uh that website that gwyneth paltrow yeah goop <laughs> goop uh, health the health products yeah now uh tom cotton grilled her and i think he did it in a pretty funny way we can we can watch that and uh Grilled react her. to it as such last summer nine months ago you were in front of this committee and senator corden said do you believe that all Americans are racist? You, you replied, yes. I think that we all have implicit biases and racial biases. Yes, I do. So Ms. Gupta, I ask you, against which races do you harbor racial bias? Senator Cotton, I do not. Um, the yes was to say that all of us have implicit bias. Uh, this was an exchange also that Judge Garland had with Senator Kennedy during his hearing. I believe that we all have implicit bias. It doesn't mean that we are harboring any racism at all. These are unconscious assumptions and stereotypes that can get made. Uh, and I remember uh, that summer in the exchange with Senator Cornyn that we were discussing systemic racism and Not implicit answering bias. The question. And my response mm. was to say that all of us have implicit bias. Well, to be precise, you said we all have implicit biases and racial biases. That's all. Every single American you accused of implicit bias and racial bias. So I'm asking you again, against which races do you harbor racial bias? I am quite aware that I know that I hold stereotypes that I have to manage. I'm a product of my culture. She's talking about Gandhi. It's part of the human condition. <laughs> uh, and uh, I believe that, you know, one of the reasons I believe that all of us um, are able to manage implicit bias, but only if we can acknowledge our own. And I am not above anyone else in that matter. No, she's uh, not. I she's a racist. Implicit bias is something that is part of the shared human condition. This is what I think the problem is. Um, I think that these, and I'm not going to say all leftists because I consider myself in many ways a liberal. Um, I think that Mist. these people think that because they themselves are racist and they themselves have these shortcomings in their personalities and whatever their opinions, that they sit around and think like that they're these white people that think black people are shit. And then they think every white person thinks black people are shit. And then so then they say, oh, well, everybody's racist. No, they're not. You're racist. She's the racist. It's like it's like when I hear these people say, well, everybody cheats on their spouse. No, they don't. <laughs> like, no, they don't. Like, you're like, that's just it's bullshit. This whole like, well, everybody. OK, if everyone's a racist, then why the hell do we need to tackle racism? Yeah, I agree. Then then what she's saying is it's part of the human condition. I agree then with her. It's yeah. not something we can change. I agree with her, though. But yeah, I, I kind of agree with her too. I do you find it funny that like Tom Cotton, like he was baiting her, right? But it's like, yeah. what what was he expecting to get out of that? Like to hear like what her favorite he fried chicken expecting... watermelon jokes were? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that he was trying to uh, shed light on the fact that she made that statement. Yeah, I think, and I'm glad that he did that because yeah, she's she's a racist. I know, but... and she just admitted she's a racist, and he's not. He absolutely is. Don't don't pretend he's not a racist. I really wish. I mean, his last name is Cotton. <laughs> I, I yeah. I, I really wish she would have just answered it and said like, yeah, you know what, black people, or you know what, white people, or yeah, you know what, yeah, he should have for his signs the first time. I, I had to look him up to see if he's a Republican or Democrat like months ago when I first heard of him, and I was like, that'd be really funny for him for his uh, his campaign slogan to be pick Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what what i see in this is like her just avoiding the question the whole time and trying to word salad as many like buzzwords as we're possible all as we're all racist we all harbor biases 
but I kind of do agree with that. Like, I think that people, that's just pattern recognition. But yes, exactly. I agree with you. I agree with you in the, in the context in which you're saying it. I don't agree with her in the context in which she's saying it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I am always correct. So. But okay. you're not saying we're all a bunch of fucking racists. You're saying, yeah, we all have pattern recognition. Of course. Of That's course. How, which is racist. The thing that I like about Democrats that differentiate them from Republicans, they will they will take the re- the racism of their their fellow Democrats and they will weaponize it against them. Whereas like all all Republicans do is just no 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 yeah. not me. Just like dude, it's okay. Well, it's because nobody it's cares. Because, nobody um, cares. It's because the Republicans get attacked, and if it, come on, you see the way that they get treated differently. Not really. No. Yeah. Not really. Okay. Well, like like when I was saying earlier, all politicians, everything, you know, has to do with money. I would say that um, all of these opinions that these people have, it really just it has to do with which political affiliation you have, because it everything is through the lens of are you for me or against me, and that's how they see both women and black people and gay people, any any group that gets its own month or its own holiday, uh, any identity that gets celebrated in our modern day society. Um, if you're a woman and you're on the left, you're celebrated and it's, oh yeah, listen to women, believe women. But if you're on the right, it no longer matters. So it really, I mean, I don't have to tell you guys this and I'm sure your listeners know, but um, yeah, the whole, it really doesn't matter. They're, Democrats don't care about gays. They don't care about women. They don't care about black people. What? They care about Democrat women, Democrat gays, and Democrat black people. I think I just heard glass shattering. You, Let me go. Hold on. Yeah, you you on. could say the same about Republicans, but go. I'm just saying that like, but Repu- Republicans aren't sitting here trying to say, hey, we're we're fighting for women, gays, and people of color. Republicans. Yeah, instead they're just like, we're fighting for guard. Oh, did he seriously just hear glass shatter, or was he kidding? I don't know. Did he just take off? I, I thought that I was. It, I thought he was kidding. Yeah, I thought that was a joke too. It was. Mike a joke. I'm uh, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. I, I was just waiting to hear like a like ah and like gunshots or some shit. Yeah. Snuff box. I, I would have put it up, bro. Yeah. I would have been like, I, no, I would. Our boy's to. final moment. I would have wanted you to. I know you would. I want to die for for the for the bands. <laughs> Man, yeah. Well, uh, goop, goop. <laughs> she's um, yeah, she's a racist. At least she's honest, I guess, right? No, but she didn't say who. Good, like, don't you feel good saying that though? Don't you feel good when you're like, she's a racist? Doesn't that make you feel good? Well, she self-identifies, so it. Uh, I mean, I don't really care. She calls herself. She doesn't say she's racist. She says everybody's racist. Everyone has implicit biases, and we have to work to shed them. You know, I'm far from the first person to compare it to the concept of original sin in the Bible, where it's like everybody is born with this inherent evil that they must wash themselves of. Well, not everyone just wants to survive. The ones that have survived over millions of years of evolution, those are the ones that you know, get scared. The ones that don't are the ones that, no, I'm being serious. I'm not talking about racism. I'm talking about uh, the like situational awareness and like, you know, like what you said, like having a bias, things like that in group versus out group preference. I mean, why do you think Neanderthals are all dead? I believe the theory I don't, I don't that, they were, they that they were very, <laughs> that they were very intelligent, <laughs> that they were very intelligent, but they weren't violent, that they made tools more than weapons. And that they didn't have their language wasn't as developed as uh, Homo sapiens. And their women were ugly, so no one wanted to smash. They had those weird heads. Well, somebody smashed them because <laughs> because they're still in our blood. So that's true. Some people will take whatever they can get. Um. All right. Well. <laughs> Onion playing well, more funny video. <laughs> okay, more funny video for Neanderthal Micah. We got one last one here. Senator Kirsten Cinema. This is this is a little bit old, but we missed last week, so fuck you. Um, <laughs> so she, alongside with other seven other centrist senator chads, shut down the motion for the fifteen dollar minimum wage. They kicked down the ladder and said, "Stay down there and die, you filthy fucking pores." It was pretty base. Now, amongst these people were Joe Manchin. Democrat from West Virginia, you know, he's he's the king of the Senate right now. He's the strongest man alive. He's a real the real president Joe is Joe Manchin. We got Angus King, an independent from Maine. I mean his last name, literally King. 
Okay. You got John Tester from Montana. More like John High Tester. This man is full of testosterone. He is an absolute alpha chad. And lastly, we got the subject of this video, Kirsten Cinema, the first bisexual senator and centrist. I mean, she's so centrist that she's literally bisexual. You know, she doesn't choose which gender she's going to have sex with. The and official that's sexuality of, of our podcast. The official sexuality of centrists everywhere. Now, she comes to this this vote. She brings a chocolate cake. Literally, let them eat cake. And when she's asked to vote on the minimum wage, she does this. So here she is. Uh, oh, I mean, one thing I love about it, no. Yeah, I love how she dresses. <laughs> like, she looks like she's about to be in, like, one of those Lewis. weird porns. She looks like a dark trooper. Like, yeah, uh, I was thinking she was like a, yeah, like a... Like a Sith like Lord. Darth Vader, Darth Vader meets Clueless. Darth Vader meets Clueless. <laughs> we'll go ahead and watch what she does. She walks up, strolls up, <laughs> struts away. That power thumbs down. Nope. See that girl power stance she does? Annika, as a woman, how do you feel about the girl power, the raw girl power she exudes here? I like her. I, I yeah. like femininity. I like her. I mean, I don't... So she's just... She's just saying no on the 15. Well, also, yeah. I mean, to be to be fair, have you guys tried to talk to anybody in public wearing a mask? I don't talk to people. So she's thumbs downing. Did everybody thumbs down or was that her thing? No, that was her thing. She went up. Oh, she that's did the cute. girl power like stance. Yeah, good. I know, right? Good. I like it. No, I like it. I would too. I'd have sashayed on up there. Yeah, I would have done that. I didn't see anything wrong with it. She clearly, yeah, thumbs down. Well, because if she just says no... Like, they might not hear her. They could say, oh, we thought she said yes. And the video isn't going to pick it up. Yeah, yeah she I did it, it for the convenience of everyone else. Yeah. She was right to. Absolutely right and to. She, yeah, she bent at the knee. So she clearly is like, no, no, no. Now, the, the argument with the 15, a lot of people at the top, there's this like, there's this idea that rich people are against it. No, rich people, it, it's not going to affect rich people. Like, rich, rich people aren't affected by that um, because they can just they can just hire people as contractors if they have to, but it's going to turn into gladiator style fighting over jobs at the bottom. And people that are in the middle, like the middle class, like lower middle to upper are probably going to be getting pay raises anyway. Cause how the fuck can you justify paying a 16 year old flipping burgers with no life experience, $15 an hour, but a guy who's got an associate's degree and three to five years of, of experience under his belt is also making 15 an hour like that that's not going to work oh. also people in small towns can pay their bills on 15 an hour pretty well people in cities they can't so i think making it a federal it's that's stupid well none of this makes sense to me because I, when i think about the fight for 15 i think like how fucking stupid do you have to be to dedicate so much time to lobbying for a federal minimum wage of 15 dollars when you can just go work at walmart and get paid 17 dollars an hour and Walmarts yeah. are literally everywhere. Yeah, and we have we have a lot of places here, um, like Bucky's. We have a lot of places that uh, they start their minimum pay at at least eighteen. And we're talking like the mo like you're working a cashier, you're a cashier. Like, like you work at Walmart, you literally get to have dance parties in the morning at Walmart. <laughs> it is it is weird. It is weird the number of people that choose jobs that are very underpaid and then complain that they're underpaid. Like, Very why true. did you, you know, that's how we'd raise the minimum wage to 15. Just nobody, nobody be willing to work any job at all for less than 15. Yeah, that's what I've always said. It's collective yeah, action. That's let the market decide. Yeah. I was sick of making Come little around. money. So I said, look, I'm just going to go ahead and borrow some money from my parents. I'm going to buy a couple properties and rent them out. Now I can choose not to be a low wage employee anymore because- I've taken my life into my own hands. I've, you know, I've stopped being a wage cuck and saying everything, you know, everything's everyone else's fault. Dude, that's, that's almost, that's almost as smart as working at Walmart. See, why, I wonder why I didn't think of that to go like borrow money from your parents and buy a company. Yeah, company. it's because these people are fucking stupid. That's the, that's the I mean, overarching I, theme I, of this I, I think that, <laughs> to be quite honest, okay, to be serious, I, I do think that a lot of people that are, I, am serious. I guess you'd say poor. Okay, but I guess you'd say poor. Um, I do understand what it's like to get kind of stuck because I waited tables years ago. 
And I remember like I made pretty good money, but I remember uh, it, it occurred to me that like, I can't, that that was a dead end job. I don't want to be like some lady in my like forties or fifties wait, waitressing. Oh, they are all used up. Those ladies are always like, okay. But I think a lot of people you get stuck. Like you don't like, it's easy for someone looking in from the outside to say, why don't you go back to school? Why don't you this? But it's very difficult when, you know, if you miss a week of work, your rent might not get paid. Right. So it's very stressful. And on top of that, I think that's also kind of what leads to obesity is people are so stressed out. But one thing they have at the end of the week is Taco Bell. That's just, (laughs) it's easy to say it's laziness, but it's not, it's not laziness. It's just being a fatoid. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a bad way to epidemic. No, they're, they're just like, I, I firmly believe that these people that choose to be poor. Dude. Yeah, it's hard to motivate to yourself, bad. especially given the the amount of mental illness that, come on, you guys. You can't you can't simp for on. the banks and the fats, okay? You cannot, you cannot do this. <laughs> That's good. No, I That's disagree. Good. The fats give a lot of money to the banks. I'm not simping. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see, you know, it's like I've been poor before. It's playing the devil's advocate. I will. No, I was actually very. <laughs> okay, there you go. I was. I was extremely underweight. It's not hard. Oh no! Oh, it's it is hard to no, be it's not. fat if you're really poor. If you're oh, actually no, 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 poor, no, no, no. I'm saying it's, no, no, no. It's not hard to to not be fat. There was an article of a woman who like fled from like El Salvador or wherever to America. And they said one of the things that she was dealing with in her home country, she was the first one to get asylum under under uh, like Biden. They said she was uh, she ran away from starvation. She was like 200 pounds overweight. She was so <laughs> this girl. Would, no, I'm not. I'm not being mean. But they said that she that starvation was one of her problems. She was so thick so very like dummy thick. thick or like 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 she was sitting on a couch and her arms wouldn't go down to her sides she annika 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 i have a serious problem here do not misuse the word thick do not let fat okay. women appropriate that word because that there's an epidemic of fat women fat weight women saying oh i'm thick you know i'm she was so returned that her arms stuck out to her sides and they were saying that she was starving in her home country. So she, right. So she was a hunga bunga. She was very large. <laughs> she was very, very large. And um, yeah, no, when I was poor, when I was actually poor, I was very skinny. Because food costs money. Like, oh, that's what I don't get. Even if you eat ramen noodles every day, it still costs money. Like yeah. this idea that like you can be, mo- no, what I was saying earlier when I was, uh, you know, simping for fat people that were poor. What I meant is that I, <laughs> I understand how, when you're all stressed out, like you have enough money to survive. You're not like homeless, but when you're all stressed out, how like, you know, like sugar is a drug. They're called cigarettes and they protect you from COVID. <laughs> now I have a counterpoint to this story. I was at the gas station getting some gas last night. And when I go in, there is a very, very large woman there and she's perusing the ice cream the ice cream station, right? She's looking around. She can't find what she wants. And she goes up to the, the cashier, clerk guy, and she says, do you have the tubs of ice cream still? Now, the pint would not the satisfy tubs. her. Yeah, yeah, the pint, the Maybe single serving of ice cream. Party. <laughs> no, no, this was 11 o'clock at night. You're the absolutely pint, no. The single pint of ice cream would not satisfy her. Ben and Jerry's, nice, nice good ice cream. She needed a full tub. And I looked at her eyes when she said this. They were vacant, <laughs> lifeless. There was there was nothing behind it that showed any sort of intelligence or capacity <laughs> for understanding. She was simply a fatoid, living moment to moment, only thinking of her next tub. This is the kind of people that we're dealing with. Maybe there's underlying problems that she has in her life and food is her escape. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know her situation. <laughs> You're simping. Let you. I'm being. You serious. will literally Maybe, live you know what? smoking cigarettes than living like I, this. No, you won't. That's yes, disgusting. you will. Yes, Vape you will. TV if you if you gotta smoke some shit, just ah no. I see smokers all the time past the age of fifty. I do not see hungabungas. Yep. No, it has to be. <laughs> okay. Yes, obesity kills. That's true. But I Thank can't. God. I mean, I don't. God, you're horrible. Um, but uh, no, but I don't see like I mean, 
I can't judge somebody else who has like oh, a food addiction. But you can. But just, I we can. Can't. just just like we do to people who are addicted to drugs and cig- like uh, and cigarettes. But, like that's or what addicted you do. to being a wing cook. Yeah, or, or... <laughs> I'm being a <laughs> there's more to it than just somebody's fat. Do you think do you think fat people like being fat? Sometimes. It's probably no, it's probably something they think about all the time. It's probably it, I bet you most fat people, if they could just snap their fingers and just stop having the compulsion to eat, they would do it. They'll lie and say, Oh, I like I'm I'm a big, beautiful, blah, blah, whatever. But I guarantee you most fat people have issues like they have body aches, they have, you know, no, yeah, they have I things. Understand. They have things that happen to their body that don't happen to skinny people bodies. They smell. And they would do any, well, they're, I mean, quite honestly, that can be an issue with people that are really, really fat. The body odor can be a, a worse issue. Um, you know, I've heard stories of people that, that had to get assistance wiping their own ass. That's something they were. Or like there was a, a article or not an article, like a post I was reading on. It was either on like Reddit or somewhere where a guy was so fat that he had to rinse his butt off in the shower after he shit. That's how mm. fat he was because he couldn't wipe his own ass. That is a guy, I see that and I don't think, oh, that big fat fuck. I think that's really sad that he's to that point. Where yeah. he's well, these people, these people live like royalty now. No, they like don't. It used to be, Come on. No, royalty, this is what royalty used to do. They used to have people wipe their asses for them. <laughs> be able to gorge themselves okay, on the finest reality. foods they okay they got them are suicidal and and deal with mental they deal with depression good thing, good thing they don't make rope that strong uh, right <laughs> come on you're being mean <laughs> hang up i have about about them is they make some of the best grillers <laughs> what that's true that is oh, because they know how to grill so you know like if you're grilling for me and you're 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 at that side like i won't give you shit you know i'll yeah like chefs never trust a skinny chef right. exactly See, they can they can serve a function in our society. They just have to be able to let me make fun of them and, and, and also be out of sight. Yeah, <laughs> also be out of sight. Be in the back, back Look, of the we, house. We have enough. We have enough mental trauma like to deal with on a daily basis. You mean without 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 having it? yeah without having to like visually be you know disgusted. I don't know. Even people who are drug addicts, I I think that that's something that you know needs to be dealt with. No, totally. I'm just saying. Yeah, they need, just saying, they look need to be sent to camps too. See, when you when you talk about the druggies, you're like, they need to be dealt with. You have to have that. No, same no, no, mindset. no, 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 no. Yes, I mean, yes, yes. You need to have drug- that same. Yes, you have to have that same mindset. Well, yeah, I believe that obesity should be like dealt like, with. Concern. Dealt no, with. <laughs> use those words. Concern, especially. I mean, especially if we're going to have an an honest conversation about COVID, who all's dying? Right. So, grandma it's right. it's happy people we wouldn't be having this enormous media freak out if it weren't for the people who yeah, are at risk who are... who are super spreaders but you can't just say hey just don't be fat or go be fat <sighs> you can't you can fat people don't want to be fat you can't just say stop being fat you have like okay so what do we do anna can we send them to camps yes we send them to camps because look look, well, look at all the camps people no. have been sent to in history how many fat people are there it fixes the problem <laughs> Fat camp, yeah, but they lose it there. Hopefully, I don't know. I mean, you guys are kind of being a little bit facetious, right? You're kind of like, I mean, probably, probably 50%. I don't even know what facetious means. I agree with certain facts. Like, we, <laughs> I'm not gonna like sit here and pretend like what you're saying is necessarily it is untrue. However, I don't. I know it's very easy for us to kind of joke off and be like, oh, hey, they should just not be fat. But that's the reality of it. The show is a bastion of truth. I now, know. look, Come on. Here's, here's what I think you're at. You guys don't want to like actually save Western civilization, though, because you could probably do that. <laughs> this is this is where you're at. You no. accept our facts, but you don't accept our logic. And an important part of being a based centrist griller is accepting facts and logic. So you're halfway there, Annika, and I think that with a little a little more education, if you educate yourself, I think you'll be able to understand the logic too. And we will, as you say, save Western civilization. I think that's a pretty good place to conclude the episode. Annika, do you have any final thoughts, things to share, any plugs you want to throw out? Nah, I'm on a show where I'm more um more like vocal and yelly <laughs> with the uh, I hypocrite, if you guys know who he is, LP. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can, you can I, yell at us though. Like, yeah, no, but we like fight with like stupid people. Oh, we also okay. people in there too. It's mostly it's called sex wars, and somebody recently said that it sounded like it was uh like sexually explicit. It's not. It's more like um, it's more about like kind of the gender dy- like the differences in gender. I guess is kind of like. We argue about stuff like we had a porn star or she thinks she's a porn star. We've argued with people on that show, but it's on his main channel until his main channel gets banned. And then we move it to the second channel. Nice. Can I ask you real quick? Was that porn? Was that quote unquote porn? Did she have an OnlyFans? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, that's what it's yeah. usually okay. it's usually like. Oh, I have an OnlyFans. And we like porn, argue porn star, with, right. like, we with Destiny. Do you guys know him? Oh, yeah. We loved we loved listening. I I unironically love that guy. Yeah, he he said that we ambushed him and we didn't like we were very clear. LP when he reaches out to people in email, he's very he's very transparent about what the show's about and the topics. And he even asked him, "Hey, is there anything you don't want to discuss?" I was shocked that they attacked one another's uh parental skills because that's something i don't oh, know. oh dude nothing's off nothing's off limits i know but i i don't typically like you know tell other people how to parent their kids within reason now i will say uh having watched that episode i did think and i i, I like lp i do watch your guys' show um yeah. i do think the destiny kind of owned him a little bit as he that's tends to do people. yeah i just kind of like out there like i was shocked because they have a long history i've never interacted with destiny so we also argued with vegan gains i got really mad on that oh one. my god <laughs> oh my god that's an idiot all um, right well go check out sex wars everyone uh i'm sure you'll get a dozen of listeners after this <laughs> so we'll take our royalty check in the mail um yeah so peace out my gorillas thanks for listening I'm old as a boomer, my mindset on Zoom. Everything cooler, long as I'm not Laura Luma. If you think I'm not number one, I just spell that boomer. Hit that victory boy, yeah, along some motherfucking coochie. Default dance on a bitch. Hit the default dance on a bitch. Floss dance while I'm flossing in a whip. Victory boy, yeah, when that chop I hit. Self-incrimination, I have no participation. News keep asking, I don't say shit. You can't have my conversation. Yeah.